From the studios of Advancing Vibrant Communities in Modesto, California, this is Lighthouse Live Radio on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Welcome to Lighthouse Live, the radio voice of advancing vibrant communities. Our mission is to motivate believers to move out from the four walls of the church to personally serve the needs of their neighborhoods. Get ready for a no-holds-barred, honest look at the Christian lifestyle the way Christ commanded it to be. All that and more coming right up here on Lighthouse Live. And good evening to you wherever you may be. Welcome to Lighthouse Live on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Pastor Mike Douglas with you, uh, along with our producer and co-host Elaine Harlan. Welcome back. Hey, it's good to be here. Great to have you back. And uh, our special guest tonight, what an honor. One of uh, God's most recognizable voices in the Central mm-hmm. Valley, Dave Benton from uh, Celebration Radio. Great to have you with us, Dave. Well, thank you very much. You know, we're going to look forward to this. Yay. By the way, Elaine, yeah. while you were gone, yeah. you know, we attempted to behave ourselves here. I but hope you did. It, it, it was a stretch. <laughs> yeah, cool. you know, Big John over there, the Ever Ready Bunny at uh-huh, ABC, uh, uh-huh. had his nail gun out and was attempting to <laughs> nail my shoes to the floor. <laughs> oh, no. And, uh, you know, the predecessor, <laughs> the inimitable Mr. Owl here, you know, he was... Yeah, not a lot of, but Dr. Jim Hinman, what a wonderful oh. program last oh, week. Great. Just talking about, you know, God's love and grace mm-hmm. and compassion during the tough times in our life. And, and do you know that Dr. Jim Hinman offered me a free vacation? Did he? And did you he? He did. Well, he said, Mike, I got a place and, you know, it's free food, room and board, <laughs> and, you, and it's, like, it's called a 72 hour evaluation. You're going to love it. <laughs> and I said, well, cool. You know, so we're going to. We're going to take him up on that. Before we get into more trouble, though, let's check in with our weekly update from the Voice of the Martyrs. What will people think when they hear that I'm a Jesus freak? What will people do when they find that it's true? Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with news of another group of real-life Jesus freaks. Why would ten young Russian Christians gather in a cemetery around the tomb of a martyr? Well, in the Soviet Union 50 years ago, Bishops of the state were allowed only to ordain ministers approved by the Communist Party. So these men gathered praying secretly to be ordained by the Holy Spirit. One explained, It is like the church in the first centuries. What seminaries did those attend who turned the world upside down for Christ? We are ordained by the pierced hands of Jesus. It's a good reminder that you and I don't need to wait for official government approval to serve God. For more stories about courageous Christians from the Voice of the Martyrs, go to persecution.com. Amen. Uh, just remember, friends, if you'd like to uh, find out new ways of uh, serving others, remember you can log into our website, www.vibrantcommunities.org. That's vibrantcommunities.org. Click on the little red flashy thing, and uh, it'll take you right to the daily update page and give you more opportunities. By the way, we want to remind you, uh, coming up again on February 12th, 
2000. Can you believe we're heading to 2008, Elaine? Just incredible. Anyway, uh, February 12, 2008, Brad Dacus and the Pacific Justice Institute will be here in Modesto for round two of a superior seminar Mm -hmm. that they provided last year. It's all about what's happening uh, uh, in law that affects ministries and churches and nonprofits. And if you're a leader in your church or your ministry, your nonprofit, we encourage you to be there. It's free. It's limited seating. Uh, We have 150 spots uh, that will be available. That'll be Tuesday, uh, February 12th from 10 to 1, that's 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., although I'd, I'd be okay by 10 p.m. to 1 a.m., that's, would, that's kind of my creative. 6 a.m. Yeah, probably. 6 a.m., as our friend Pastor Ross Brown says, Mike, Mike doesn't know that 6 o'clock comes twice a day, you know, but anyway. Our friend Dave Benton, however, yeah, Dave, Dave, Dave well. knows that yes, 3 o'clock does. comes twice a day. Where were we going with that? I, I was talking about Brad Dacus' <laughs> seminar coming up on February 12, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. And if you'd like more information on that and to join us, give us a call, 209-544-9571. That's 209-544-9571. Or you can also check out the great website that Pacific Justice mm-hmm. Institute has. That's pacificjustice.org, pacificjustice.org, and you can call them toll-free. One triple eight three zero five nine one two nine. That's one triple eight three zero five nine one two nine. Let's take a couple of a look at uh, the Volunteer Center of the United Way. Some ongoing opportunities for you to serve. This opportunity is with the American Cancer Society. You can help cancer patients without leaving your home. Now I know this is just goes against the grain of what we tell you to do to step out of the four walls. But actually, you can volunteer uh, to coordinate needed rides for Modesto Series Turlock or Sonora. Nora, Twain Hart, Groveland, and maybe even in the Merced area where Dave is from. Uh, you can volunteer for drivers to schedule appointment times for them to transport patients to and from treatments for cancer patients. Now, these opportunities can be coordinated from your own home or office, and training is provided via a two-hour telephone conference call. Uh, volunteers are also needed to chauffeur cancer patients to and from treatments or medical appointments. And this is a huge need, as you know. So mm. we just would encourage you uh, to consider that. And you don't want to forget that you can sign up with the Reading Works Adult Literacy Program to teach an adult to read and change their future. Here's another great opportunity for you to serve. 16 years and older spend a couple of hours per week increasing a student's basic reading skill, utilizing an easy to follow phonics-based curriculum. Uh, Reading Works is providing a tutor orientation on Monday, the 29th of this month, uh, from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. at the Modesto Library Downstairs Auditorium. Uh, And that's followed by a tutor training on Saturday, November 3rd, at 10 in the morning until 4 uh, at the United Way of Stanislaw County. So that's another great opportunity. And also um, the YMCA of Stanislaw, where you can share your knowledge and love of basketball with kids. This would be a great time, wouldn't it? Uh, Volunteers are needed to help coach uh, youth in two youth basketball divisions from 7 to 9 and 10 to 13 years of age and referee the games. Uh, Practices and games are held on Mondays and Tuesdays and Thursdays between 5 and 7 p.m., Wednesdays between 4 and 6, and Saturdays from 9 to noon, uh, beginning on October 22nd. Uh, Volunteers uh, need to be at least 14 years of age, and all adult volunteers must pass a background check. And the YMCA puts Christian principles into practice through programs that build healthy spirit, mind, 
and Body for All. And, you know, uh, if you have any questions about any of these opportunities, we invite you to call Barbara Borba. She's at 209-524-1307, extension 113. Again, Barbara can be reached at 209-524-1307, extension 113. And, you know, Mike, we might mention that many opportunities uh, to be had uh, for a, a safe trick-or-treat alternative for kids at all kinds of area churches coming up. And I know that you and your family partake in that. So. We do, and, and, you know, I, I found as a kid I didn't even have to dress up. You know, they, <laughs> they just threw stuff at me. I have no idea why, why that happened. Uh, I'll tell you what, tonight we are so excited. Dave Benton. You know, Dave thought it was pretty yeah, funny. I thought it was downright hilarious. In fact, I want to thank Elaine for putting that song YMCA in my head. <laughs> Oh, well, are you yeah, going to do well, the right Well, Dave's at the end of the oh, counter doing the thing I gotta, here. You know? i got to get my camera. We need the video shot for this. I Wasn't there a picture that, uh, during yeah. the playoff series recently? They showed him in the... In the bullpen, he was doing the YMCA thing. I was either Boston. Yeah, Pebbleton. Yeah, the, oh, that's right. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm a Boston fan, so I'm well. I'm a very well happy guy. You that's why really you're. Happy yeah, right well, you're now. a good company. You know, and something else I would be taking from here with me too is these high tech terms you use, like that red flashy thing. Yeah, that's well. We yeah. only we only have the best here. That's right. Like like a little tin can really. headphones that we have for you. Here. <laughs> no, well, I, I know you're used to the big cushy stuff, no, Dave. Good. But, uh, there we go. Dave, right. we good. are just thrilled that you drove were you trying all to, the way. Were you trying to restore order I, I, here? I'm or trying, okay. but hey, right. who knows when the three of oh, us come get on. together. We can't have just, order, can we? I was just remembering the last time the three of us were together in Merced. I think we were at some restaurant probably feeding our faces on burritos or something. Do you re- recall this, yeah, Dave? Yeah, that was a good time. And the tables have turned tonight because you're joining us, and uh, it's just a thrill that you are here. And thank you. Dave Benton from Celebration Radio, oh, 101.5 KAMP. I've always wanted to say that. <laughs> now i got my well, I appreciate that very, very much. Uh, I, I've been looking forward to coming. And, in fact, uh, one of the things I love to do is uh, Taylor's with me, my daughter. Yes. And, and uh, whenever I have opportunity to have her go places with me. you know. So all the Amen. way here, we had a CD and we were singing together. So it's always a fun opportunity to get out. And, but uh, probably not that. YMCA. It's not it will be on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it will be on the way home. I wish I had a sunroof so I could put my hands out. Yeah. There you go. That'd be great. So, I'll break, break my fingers on the ceiling of the car. Well. well, this is late in the day for you, and we, we truly appreciate you traveling all the way from uh, Merced and the Atwater area to be with us today and, and just to share uh, a little bit of your passion and your life. And uh, as I said, the table are, tables are turned today, and uh, thank you for that because you have uh, invited uh, Mike and I and uh, the opportunity to share AVC on your airwaves, and we just appreciate the fact that you have come here to share uh, your life and your passion and uh, uh, all about the the station and uh, the fact that it is listener-supported. And let's just uh, begin right there, if you would. I appreciate that very much. Yeah, we are totally listener-supported. In fact, on November 6th, we'll be celebrating 40 years. Wow. 40th anniversary. Yeah, so we're looking forward to that very, very much. But God is faithful. Uh, 40 years he has sustained KAMB, listener-supported. And uh, like anything, uh, any church, any uh, non-profit organization uh, supported by those who are being helped, uh, has God, I mean, ha- have we always had our wants met? No. Yeah. But God has always met the need. Mm-hmm. For 40 years, has sustained uh, KAMB. Congratulations. We're very, very yeah, thank you. You guys do a wonderful, wonderful job. You're very kind. Thank you very much. Isn't it awesome to, I mean, no matter, you know, whether it's times of plenty or times of not so plenty and, and We've all gone through that in, in ministry, you know, ups and downs. But isn't it cool just to be right where God wants you to be? 
It is. You know, there, there's a peace, and even with the stuff that may be surrounding you at the time, there's peace about that and, and just, uh, I think, a real rush spiritually to know, you know what, no matter what, God wants me right here for this. How did how did God, I mean, we go back to Ephesians 2.10, you know, it reminds us that we're God's workmanship, we're mm-hmm. created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God had ordained for us to do in advance. I mean, he already had this planned out. How did you sense God's call to get behind a microphone, Dave? How, how did that road come about? Uh, sixth grade, uh, it was interesting. I, I don't know, I don't... I can't say it in sixth grade it was God's hand. I didn't uh, understand that. But I remember watching one of the local televisions growing up, and uh, my dad uh, asked me, just off the cuff, you know, what is it you want to do, uh, you know, in, in, when you get bigger? And I said, I want to be a TV cameraman. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, in my family, you know, you that where'd that thought come from? But that's what I always wanted to do. Hmm. And so, long story short. Uh, I pursued that uh, through uh, started reading books and started uh, visiting television stations and uh, and my dad taught me you know you know why you want to do it when you get a chance find out the downside of it talk to somebody in the business find out what are some of the the, the, the bad things so that way you'll have a good balance and I did and I remember going to school uh, in Hollywood at a specific TV radio production uh, facility. Uh, to learn how to be a cameraman. And I remember my first day, I was so excited. I got behind the camera, and I put the headphones on, and all of a sudden this voice said, okay, give me a tight shot on so-and-so. And I said, I want to be that, that guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> so everything changed. And uh, so I, I, but my heart, my passion to begin with was uh, television. Uh-huh. My first broadcast job was uh, full-time was radio, Top 40, KYOS at the time in Merced. And uh, I was there for about a year and a half. And then I went to uh, Klamath Falls, Oregon for a year and did television. And, uh, and I wound up in Fresno for a handful of years, mm-hmm. uh, a couple of stations there. And then I uh, went through just a bad time in my life. And moved back home at age 29 with everything I left home with, a car and clothes. <laughs> and, uh, Typical radio. Yeah, well, there it is, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, so uh, for those uh, who think you can get rich in this business, uh-huh. you know. Been there, yeah. done that. Yeah, but uh, I began, I came back home and uh, began pursuing God, and it was through a series of events over the co- next couple of years where I uh, was put, put into Christian radio. Mm. And uh, I spent time in that. And then I went back into uh, secular radio for a while, and then uh, been at KAMB for 11 years now. Wow. wow. Amen. Yeah. What Amen. a great place to be. It is. You're, you're doing an amazing job there. And, and God's call on your life, that had to have been a, a very special time that you'll not forget as well. Yeah, I, accept, uh, I accepted Christ in April of 83. Uh, we were talking a little bit ago. I grew up in a Christian home and mm-hmm. uh, thought I knew all the, you know, I had all the answers. I had all the Sunday school stuff, you know. I, packed around a lot of knowledge, head knowledge, but I didn't realize until I was 30 that it hadn't gone to my heart. Mm. And uh, so after a series of uh, a couple of hours in a, by myself with the Lord wrestling over this whole concept of I didn't know him, I went to my knees and uh, I accepted Christ. And uh, that that afternoon, all the weight of uh, self-sufficiency that I had been carrying around without realizing it left me. And uh I began to understand uh, he has control. He wants control, mm-hmm. but, but he loves me enough that I have to let him have control. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I'm not a robot. Uh, and so over the, the course of time, uh, it's, the adventure began. The walk began, so it's been incredible. So yeah, it's it's an awesome thing to to be in a, in a peaceful uh, situation in your heart and spirit about what you do, and uh, knowing for this season of my life that's this is where I'm I am, and knowing full well that at any given time by God's hand it could end it could end, and something else would would come along. You know, thinking about your uh, your eleven years at KMB and and really a, a lifetime in in broadcasting. You think about Christian broadcasting, you go back a couple of decades, things have changed a little bit uh, over the years. In some ways, in some ways, some much the same, you know, when you hear some of the broadcasts that kind of take you back to the 50s, you know, in terms of what you're hearing. But uh, communication has changed a lot over the years. And what, what adjustments, Dave, have you had to make over the years in terms of your your approach to the audience and uh, how, how you communicate God, God's Word over the uh, airwaves? Well, the beauty of that, the answer to that question is it, it starts with the fundamental truth that uh, the message has never changed. Amen. And so, you know, in, in secular broadcasting, you're always trying to come up with new gimmicks and new ways right, to, right. To, to, you know, to, uh, to appeal to people. Right. Uh, but in Christian broadcasting, regardless of, of this format or others, the message is foundational. So you have mm-hmm. that to, to build on. Uh, we carry it in different vehicles, uh, you know, radio, iPods, uh, satellite, whatever it might be. There's, a, there's all these delivery systems. But again, the beauty is that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yes, His message is so simple, it's confounding to people because, you know, we're raised in a culture you've got to earn something to get. And God says, no, just accept this gift and let me prove myself to you in a relationship. And uh, so we have that. But as far as uh, I'm very excited in this one answer to your question, because at my age, <laughs> no, young, we, young guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a good thing, Dave. Well, <laughs> I got excited one day about six, seven years ago is because we went through a transition at KAMB where uh, we made a lot of programming changes. Uh, realistically, the station had really uh, not changed anything for, I mean, uh, 20 years. A lot of the same programming, a lot of the same uh, formatics and things. And we came to a place to realize that we were at a crossroads. So we made some decisions to, uh, we took some polls and surveys and stuff, and we, we, we purged a lot of programs. Not because the message wasn't there, it was just the delivery of that message was outdated, outmoded. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we rearranged some things. Uh, we're more music intensive now than we used to be. Mm-hmm. But the big deal was we decided to go completely digital yeah, yeah. at a time when, uh, uh, you know, that was a big step of faith. And so we, we did. And my apprehensiveness, again, my age, you have to understand, could I learn? You know, I came into uh, broadcasting when, uh, you know, spinning 45s and uh, right, going right. to uh, uh, four-track carts uh-huh. and then CDs. They call it laser <laughs> digital systems, you know. <laughs> big fancy words, you know. I remember, no, I, I remember, I remember sitting... <laughs> I remember, I remember talking to a guy one day where I was working at a radio station. We got this laser digital thing, you know, and I'm using the quote marks with my hands for those who can't see that. And, uh, you want to move a little closer to the yeah, mic? Yeah, yeah, there you go. Right. Yeah. So, uh, we're talking stuff. And so anyway, I have the radio on and, uh, one of the guys were on the air and he goes, and that was in laser digital stereo. And the guy, and the guy, and the guy sitting next to me goes, Oh, you guys bought a CD player. <laughs> you know, that's really, and that's really what it was. Uh, but but the technology, the changes and stuff, it's been exciting. It's very very exciting. Mm-hmm. You know, we're uh, 
we're, we're totally digital. Uh, and we're looking ahead to the future, and uh, mm-hmm. some great things are, uh, you know, on the horizon uh, as we pray through. And uh, so those are some of the changes over the years that have taken place at KAMB. That we've remodeled that into the building which you've been in. That right. one big room mm-hmm. is our yes. main uh, uh, production facility. But uh, but but everything, you know, used to have this big wall of tapes and reels and yeah. this and that. Right. You know, so people come in for a tour now. They go, you know, we used to show them all kinds of stuff, but now they come in and say, "Well, you see these three hard drives? Well, there's a radio station. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go get lunch." <laughs> Well, you know, funny, funny you should mention that kind of thing. We're remodeling here at Advancing Vibrant Communities. Yeah. Big John over here is leading the charge on that. Oh, and we had to thing. dig stuff out of what we call the radio room, you know, which, I mean, everything here is modular, you know. The, our, our radio the switch room looks board. nothing like yours. No, it's, uh, it's Scary Room 2 it's, is what we call it. That's true. Or Son of Scary so Room. I, I don't know. But anyway, scary room junior. We're, yeah. we're excavating that so John can put down the carpet. And by golly, I pulled out a reel-to-reel uh, recorder there, and and, and it had it had the little you know metal bar there yeah. where you put the tape in the channel and you oh, cut yeah. it with you the razor blade. The oh yeah, wasn't that great? Used to get blood all over the. Oh place. yeah, <laughs> you know? those were good days. No, that's no, no, that no, I can't. I need to splice my finger back. <laughs> well, and then if you're off just a microsecond, it's oh yeah. Tough, oh, that was the, well, see, that was a big deal, you know. Is uh, boy, I'm sounding like an old man. <laughs> that was the big deal, though. Is that you? You know, we used to have competitions. Yeah, you know, on the same thing, uh, you know, with the same goal in mind. You you want to make a clean edit? Yes, right. And I mean, you could spend hours, hours yes. doing that. You yes. know, with that little tape and all those things. And now, of course, it's all digitally. Done. Well, now it's you know that wide out on the screen just doesn't work either. You know. <laughs> So, yeah, no, Elaine, maybe that's the problem with your maybe screen. That, maybe it is. <laughs> got to take that true, Mike. liquid whiteout stuff <laughs> yeah, off of yeah, there. Yeah, it doesn't that work. Yeah. But, you know, this technical, you know, the technology now, we can pray over this. It's God's mm-hmm. blessing that we can go into all the world. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. You know, it's true. And I wonder, Dave, how many of your listeners know about your love for music from your church. You mm-hmm. you have shared that with us, and that is just a wonderful aspect of your life. And I know the people that you go to church with, and you were you're sharing with us that you go to church in the same church that you grew up in. Yeah, I uh, grew up in, uh, uh, can I say the town? Yeah, absolutely. I grew up in, I grew up in Winton. Yeah. California and uh, loved growing up there. You know, Castle Air Force Base was at its height then, and you know, uh, just a whole lot of activity. And literally, growing up in Winton, you would have uh, people transferring to Castle, and there were times where I'd see a car with a U-Haul trailer hitched to it parked outside our church because people coming from the south or the Bible Belt area or whatever. When they came and got the castle, before they found a place to live, they were looking for a church. They wanted wow. to find a church. Mm. And so many times, uh, I'd, I'd say at least, uh, you know, uh, at least up to five times over those years growing up, I would, I would remember seeing a U-Haul. And so uh, add to that, our church seemed to have a revolving door in it because you always had workers coming in and out, being transferred in, transferred out. A lot of, a lot of crying, a lot of going away uh, potlucks, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, when Castle closed in 95, uh, uh, the church was going to go through a radical shift, and that was a, a, the bulk of the workers and the bulk of a lot of the uh, members were leaving uh, over a series of being transitioned out. So uh, over the process of time, we were contacted uh, to uh, 
talked to the church about coming in and doing music. My wife uh, teaches piano, and I, I began leading worship in Turlock. It's nothing I, I really thought I would do. I, I, I never thought about it. We had a band that did services. We went to small churches, and we loved that, the small church thing. But uh, we'd sing some specials in the church and what have you. And the church there in Sherlock approached me to be the music director. And I, I wanted to run from that because I I just didn't really feel I didn't have that real passion. And my wife literally told me, I don't think you can do it. And, and that was just truth, you know. And uh, that's why, uh, all kidding aside about wives, uh, that's why she's in my life. My wife, will, you know, my wife tells me, like, you know, God first, he'll tell me the truth through his, his conviction and his word. But my wife will also tell me the truth. And, you know, and, that, and we all need that, somebody to keep a balance in our life. Amen. And I looked at her, and I remember, and I wanted to say, I think you're right, but something in me just, I'm not so sure. So I began really pursuing that in prayer. And uh, and when I gave it over to God in prayer, I uh, the, the, a, peace, a, 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 a peace and a confidence came over me. So I took it. I did it. And, uh, it, and you're still married. I'm still married. Yes. <laughs> And my wife told me, I don't think you can do that either. But anyway, <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things. It could be just me. That's one man's opinion. Uh, no, I'm happily, my, I'm happily married. Yes, my wife yes. tells me, not my wife tells me that. Uh, but. <laughs> and you tell us that as well. I've got, I've got my wife right where she wants me. Don't forget that. Okay. Uh, so anyway, I, I, I was music director of this church for a handful of years. And then the church in Winton, going through his changes, uh, contacted us, and we prayed through that. My wife and I both prayed separately about we didn't knew we knew God was moving in both of us, and that, that, that's what excited us because up till then, uh, God at times would only only really move be leading me to make a decision, and Teresa would always yield to that. And by God's grace, and I praise His name that it's always proved that that He was there. Uh, but with this situation, my wife and I both, and we both grew up in the church. My wife grew up uh, in the church, too. I, I knew her when she was when we were both kids. Wow. wow. And uh, that, that so we, we struggled through the fact, you know, her, her mom and dad and my mom and dad are, are still there uh, at that time. And so we really prayed about that. We never talked about to each other where, where we thought we might be going. And then one day, on the count of three, we said, let's just say where we think we're going. And one, two, three, we both said Winton. And we both hung our heads. <laughs> <laughs> because we we just that's not not that there was something wrong with the going there it's just that's not really what we wanted to do and we realized how complacent and comfortable we were where we were were at and we struggled through that but when we gave it over to god everything worked and it's really funny is that through a process uh, uh i'm just going to lay it out there I, I i divorced in 1980 and uh when i took uh, asked Teresa to go out this was a few years later her mom had a real hard time with that you know I, I knew her mom and dad very great people and we got along great then when I asked her out though there was so so there was some enmity mm. but it was uh, the process that 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 transpired is uh, God moved on my heart one day through this whole thing I, that was kind of a weight on me go ask forgiveness from her parents, wow. and my heart was I did I haven't done nothing. Okay. I haven't, you know, I cannot think in my my mind's eye what have I done that I need to ask forgiveness for. And it was not an arrogant thing; it was just, what have I done? But that conviction, go ask forgiveness. And so I so I did. I I, I got in the car, and I started driving to Winton from we lived in Turlock at the time, 
And the closer to Witten I got, the more peace began to just abound. It, it just it was weird. And so we got to the house. I got there, and I said, I, and I and I basically laid it out. And I said, you know, we've had struggles over the fact of my past, and uh, you know, I'm I'm married your daughter, and uh, and I said, so I asked forgiveness. So I was there for the next three hours. We were crying. Mm. Peace was being made. And then on the way home, it, it, it made, then, it, then, it, then it struck me. I've been praying that God would, 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 would move in her parents' life in such a way that we could, we could ease this tension. I didn't know what it was. And what happened was it made sense on the way home. Mm. David, how can I take care of your – how can I answer your prayer when you will not let go? By, by, by moving to ask forgiveness, I realized, yeah, I did need to ask forgiveness because I had a hard heart towards them over that. And I didn't realize how deep it was that God brought it up. But then I realized, now that I've, I've let go, God can now do a wonderful work not only in my life but in their life as well. And so that's where all that, that, that wall came down. And that made really, that was what really began to make it a sweet entrance now, moving to Winton. And uh, it's, a pl- it's a privilege to be there. Uh, I'm, I'm ministering, I'm helping to lead worship with people who taught me in Sunday school. Exactly. Yeah, it, it, it's awesome. Now, uh, as, as you're leading, you said you had a band and such. So mm-hmm. are you vocalist, guitarist, drum? What, what, do you, what, what do you do? Well, there are those who are gifted to sing. I'm one who's not afraid to sing. So. <laughs> All right. I, I play guitar. I play guitar. All right. I, I'm an average rhythm guitarist, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, I lead. Uh, we have a an average of 30, 30 voice choir uh, that leads worship, and uh, we sing. They sing specials as well, and uh, it's just a, a tremendous opportunity right now of uh, of just gathering together and worshiping. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter how large or small. It just you know, our God's big no matter what. You know, so. <laughs> And it's such a sweet time of worship. You were sharing what a lady shared with you. Uh, I don't know how recent it was, but something that dawned on her about music and worship. Well, yeah, it, it, we're like any church. We go through transitions musically mm-hmm. and what have you. And some, you know, it, it, and it, it really is. And I, I certainly do not ignore it or avoid it. But uh, it's a hard challenge for some people to uh, to 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 change what has been their custom for years and years and years. And in some cases, it could be a ritual. Uh, you know, and, and let's face it, every church we have people who worship the elements of worship. Uh, uh, and, and, you know, you just love them. That's all you can do. Uh, yeah, because we all know that in the first church, they had pipe organs. That's right. <laughs> right? That's right. In, uh, that's right. Yeah, 30, 40 A.D. And if you don't like it, they beat you with them. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Take that. Oh, that makes a nice noise. Uh, By the way, I love pipe organs. Yeah. I, but you know, the, we we do get into that thing. Mm-hmm. You know, tradition uh, begins to um, e- eclipse the message, mm-hmm. and I think that's where we run into problems. And I'm certainly not an advocate of one thing or another. Right. I, I, I just I just believe that what's taken place where I'm at at this at this time, uh, doors open, opportunities present themselves, and uh, uh, you look at it, and uh, and and you you can't be afraid to. You know, I will walk through a door. I mean, you know, if, if I feel the door is opening, I'm going to walk through and take a peek. You yeah. Know? Because I don't want to miss on out on any opportunity that possibly may be presenting itself uh, by God's hand, and uh, so. But this, the, but after all said and done, I just really. Uh, I told my wife one day. I said, you know what? What uh, uh, some people, if we're not careful, they it's just songs. You know, and it's more to me than just songs. It's it's alive. It's 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 my heart, and I had an individual come to me, 
and with tears coming down her face. And she was talking to me about the, the music, and she said, you know, growing up, uh, there were just songs we sang. But, you know, the last couple of months or a month or so, I did not know I could worship singing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that that's that's small steps. And, uh, you know, you can't teach worship. Uh, you lead, you know, all, all you can do is example where you're at in your worship. And uh, everyone's going to worship in their own way. That's right. And uh, so, you know, you can't tell by, by looking at somebody how they're worshiping. You can't tell. You know, God knows the heart. He knows the attitude. So. Absolutely. Well, Dave and Mike and, and dear friends, this week we have the Katinas with a very simple, uh, worshipful message.
what a wonderful, worshipful song there from the Katinas on Lighthouse Live, along with Pastor Mike, Elaine, and Dave Benton from Celebration Radio 101.5 KAMB. What a, a great, great song there, and uh, just glad to, to play that. That that song has been particularly uh, significant and uh, meaningful in my life this week, Dave, and I think you and I were sharing a little bit about that earlier, and it just uh, just felt like playing that uh, it's always good to thank the Lord for everything, even in the good times and the bad times. Sometimes we have to thank him even for uh, the rain, as they spoke of, and even sometimes in the painful things, don't we? Yes, we do. Yeah. Yes, we do. You know, speaking of songs, Dave, how do you go about selecting? I'm sure you get bombarded. Everybody would like, you know, to have their uh, new new song played on KNB, and, and I'm sure you get a lot of those. What what kind of filter do you use to listen, and and what what says to you? Yeah, you know th- this is something that God has His fingerprints on. I wish I had an answer for you. <laughs> no, I really do. It's a, that's that's the tough thing. That and that's the thing I enjoy most. Yeah. Um, I think having been having been there eleven years, certainly have not arrived at anything. But I also uh, I try to pay attention at events. Uh, Listeners talking. Uh, I try to pay attention to uh, the the comments emailed to us and the the comments written on the uh, the giving envelopes, and the phone calls, conversations, and I I try to pay attention as best I can. Uh, my wife will tell you that my attention span is I have, I have, I have selective hearing, but it's just for you, dear. Uh, but but what happens is. Uh, it's, 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 there's so much, much involved in that, but but I think trying to get a, grab a pulse and know the pulse of uh, to a good degree of the radio audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we made those changes uh, six seven years ago. Now it seems it seems shorter than that, but it's been that long. And uh, we we began noticing a uh, uh, the 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 audience base began shifting. You know, uh, Christian radio, you think is just. You have just your Christians listening. But we have many, many unchurched, many unsaved Which listeners. Is a great, it's awesome. Great See, that's, yeah. that's yes. where I want us to be. Oh, yeah. I would rather, and, 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 and anyone uh, listening who has a church, uh, you know, obviously in church uh, events and things like that, those are good things to do, you know, reaching your, your immediate community, your immediate neighborhoods. I would rather be at the uh, Riverbank uh, Wine and Cheese Festival. I'd rather be at the Chocolate Festival. I'd rather be at the Stanislaw County Fair. Uh, that's where you have those who th- that have no idea who you are coming up to you, and you're able to, uh, yeah. you know, uh, uh, not ev- avoid the uh, avoid the question with an answer you think is going to you know be polished, but just tell them flat out. You know, we offer a message of hope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, and I believe that 100 percent. I'm sold out for that. And uh, but we're able to uh, uh, connect with real with with real people uh, in the world. You know, I love being around believers. I love being around those who are on the fringe. I really do. Uh, yet that's just one more step that we can take to reach outside. Like you say, the walls, you, you get you get outside your walls and you face the real world. Out there. Exactly. And that's that's what we connected with you the very first time we met you. You brought us to your station in Merced. And uh, when we talked about going out into the community and serving 
and you love that mm. yourself, and that's exactly what it's about, Dave, mm. is getting out of the four walls, getting out into the community. That's what Jesus Christ himself did. And that's exactly getting back to the question. I try. That's one of the variables involved in picking the music. Um, uh, you know, we, we've made some transitions uh, formatically. Uh, we, we're still a Christian radio station, but I like to say that the transitions we made, we became a radio station for Christians. Mm, mm. And I think the key is that we became, really now, we're a radio station. And, and, you know, as you go up and down the valley, especially through Merced, you have anywhere between, I'm going to just conservatively, 8 to 12 button choices of Christian format of one type of other, uh, uh, commercial radio or listener-supported, uh, this music style, this music style. We're... Inspirational adult contemporary. Uh, we have a balance in there. And uh, uh, we are a reporting station to the uh, Christian Radio Weekly Chart uh, magazine. And I, re- I do a report every week. And, uh, and being a reporting station offers many opportunities uh, for possible concerts in the Valley, also for product. Uh, everything, everything we give away is given to us. We do not purchase anything as far as that is concerned to, to give away. They tried to give me away here at ABV. <laughs> Nobody take story. me. That was the problem. They went to call her seven and yeah. they got six. Yeah. They hung up. That was amazing. <laughs> and so anyway, with the music process, that's one of the things I keep in mind. Uh, you know, it's interesting. There's a song called, uh, I'm trying to think now. Um, one person can make a difference sometimes just in, 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 uh, Listening to a song, you know it's going to be generally a great song for your radio station. Uh, but there's one one song in particular, and, and excuse me, I can't even think of the name of it now. But I remember the first time as I was listening to it, I remember I could see the face and hear the voice of the individual I was talking to who was questioning, you know, uh, they had moments of doubt mm. in their walk. Mm. And the song just, just answered and addressed that. And I thought if that one person feels that way i know i feel that way at times it's not that i mean it's not that i don't have faith or i don't believe but i certainly question you know i go from why to what you know why am i in this moment Mm. what what do you want me to get out of this and uh, you know we all go through those times and so uh, that's sometimes that's part of it you know knowing the format uh first and foremost too lyrically uh musically uh, quality wise Get a lot of, uh, you're right, a lot of uh, local people submitting things, uh, but uh, either quality or uh, it's out of format, uh, or it's just the presentation is just really not in in the quality of the on-air. And what will happen is it's not that it's a bad thing. It's just uh, put between two two really great songs on the radio, it'll stand out. Right. And, you know, we we do enough. I mean, I can say something, and and people are going to punch that button. You know, uh, we try to maintain the best we can. We know we know everybody's not not everybody's going to like everything we do. We understand that. That's just the nature of it. But uh, we but but we re- really try to motivate by our hearts, our listeners, encourage them. Uh, our mission is to encourage people to personally know and follow the Lord Jesus Christ, and we try to filter those things through uh, uh, that that type of thing, uh, that mission statement as well when making the selections. I I I, choose, I, I do the music, and you know I'm just. Uh, right or wrong, I, I'm the guy people can complain to, and, uh, and, and that's good, too. I love talking to people. Um, you know, I never try to, when I talk to people, I never try to get them to agree with me. That's, that's the key. It's not about you agreeing with me. You ask me a question, I'm going to give you my answer. And I have an answer for every re- or everything I do. I, 
Well, you, you get a double whammy. Then yes. you're, uh, you know, programming the music on the radio and being the worship leader at your church. I mean, you're, you, it's like putting a bullseye on you and saying, <laughs> you know, kick me or something. That's, that, <laughs> my I wife, target. I can't, listen, I came home one day and I just, I mean, I was, I was just, you know, I love what I do. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, I, I, I get up every morning and, you know, re- Getting back to the earlier question, I, I, I love getting up and going to the studio. Now, whether it's a Christian studio, I mean, I love being in a radio studio. I don't mm-hmm. care, I, except rap. But, <laughs> but, but the thing is, is that it's it's just I don't know what it is. I can't describe it. Yeah. But, but, uh, but, uh, but it's like everything else. I love what I do, but some days, it's a job. Yeah. Some days it becomes, you know, you know my wife will ask me sometimes, "How did they go?" Well, kind of felt like a job today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but every day is different. And so I started, I started, mo- you know, I was moaning and groaning. Can you imagine me moaning and groaning? I was. Sure you can. I, <laughs> but I was moaning and groaning one day. I was just, I told my wife, I said, I'm just verbally beat up. I said, you know, I have mm. a couple people, you know, one person called and just, man, just, just said what they wanted to say and didn't get, you know, didn't ask me a question, didn't give me a chance, and they just hung up. And I can't do anything about the those. I have no, sometimes. I have no control of that. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I try. I do. Uh, we do this in my church. I, I pray through things that I'm told, and I ask God to help me, to to, to sharpen me. If there was, there was something said that I truly need to apply, give me the courage and the boldness to apply it. And if there's not, just continue to help me walk forward and keep moving and give me peace. I, and that's what happens. So. Well, I think one of the truisms of, of church leadership or ministry leadership is um, no matter how exercised the person is, there may be a nugget oh, yeah. in there somewhere that we need to pick out, and, and it's God's grace, really, that allows us to cut through all of that and, and uh, connect with what that one little nugget is. Well, we've got more with Dave Benton right after this. Deep needs, deep hurts, spreading far beyond the government's ability to help. Children, single moms and dads, the elderly, disabled, the homeless. Yet, thousands of resources that can meet those needs are sitting right now in the pews and seats of our churches. The challenge? Activating those resources and connecting them with the people in need. We have a proven solution, advancing vibrant communities. We bridge the gap. We connect people and churches with opportunities to serve the needs of their neighbors. Pure, simple, proven effective, advancing vibrant communities. What's our motivation? Jesus' command in Matthew 22:39, to love your neighbor as yourself. The church at large has a biblical mandate to serve the needs of the community. Advancing Vibrant Communities researches those needs, then finds volunteers with the skills and passions to meet those needs. The very first story that Mike told about AVC involved serving one of my church members whose needs I could not meet within my own community. And in that moment, God humbled me and asked me to open my heart and really listen. And as I saw the setup of the database, I realized that AVC is a wonderful partner with my own congregation. It helps us be more effective. This organization comes along and says, I'll do a lot of the groundwork and we'll discover the needs. And then those folks in your congregation who desire to be a part and who have these skills can volunteer. 
ABC partners with over 80 community and government agencies to help meet the needs of the city. We network with organizations like Habitat for Humanity, the American Red Cross, Salvation Army, the Area Agency on Aging, the School District, and the Police Department. Habitat and ABC is a perfect match in that we both have common missions of helping people get out of the four walls of the church, getting out into the community and helping others. ABC serves volunteers by finding ways for them to help others. ABC serves the needy through volunteer efforts with love, grace, mercy, and compassion. ABC serves churches by augmenting efforts to reach out and meet the needs of their neighbors. ABC serves businesses by helping create healthy neighborhoods, by connecting employees with opportunities to volunteer, and by providing opportunities to donate goods and services to legitimate needs in the community. Well, it works. And I, I, I believe that as in our companies, as being uh, formerly a businessman in, in, in Stanislaus County and, and uh, other counties in the state as, as, as well, that uh, our companies were only as, as successful as our weakest link. And I believe that to be the same case in our communities and in our cities, that we can only be as much as we're going to be based upon the capacity and the ability of others to participate at an increased level and quality of, of life. You know, some of us can do, donate a little money, some a little time, some one or the other or both. It really touched my heart that these strangers were interested in me and what I needed in my life. You know, it's not only hearing it, but it's seeing them and it's being there in person and seeing the, the need that they have and hopefully being able to do something about it. I will tell you, as you know, your chief of police in the city of Modesto, we need your help in the community making a difference. Volunteer, I know we can put you to work. And I, I promise you, if you get involved, you'll feel better. You'll be happier. How can we partner with you to meet the needs of our city? We ask you to consider monthly financial support and to help recruit more volunteers. Advancing vibrant communities, faith in action, pure, simple, proven effective, carrying out the biblical mandate to love our neighbors as ourselves. Thank you. And we're back with you on Lighthouse Live, Pastor Mike, Elaine, and our very special friend and guest, Dave Benton from KAMB. And so glad to have you with us, Dave. I tell you what, you're doing great things in Merced, and not only in Merced. You're all over this valley, up and down and everywhere. That's a scary thought. I'm it everywhere. is everywhere. <laughs> I'm like a bad disease. <laughs> well, I didn't say that. Well, no, I can see the look in your eye, though. <laughs> you wanted to complete a thought a few minutes yeah, ago. Yeah, I was just saying, so I was talking to my wife, and I was moaning and groaning and everything, and I said, you know, I just I feel beat up today. And she goes, David, everything you do is open to public criticism. Think about it. Mm-hmm. It is, really. And I, you know, I, I said earlier, my wife will just speak truth. And uh, I thought about it, and it's true. Uh, you know, whether you ask to be there or not, uh, that that's how it is. And and I have to accept that. You know, I can't handpick what, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't. I never really have. I mean, I think, you know, when you're doing a good job or, or you're doing a, a job, and I don't think you need to be told that. Uh, every so often, and I say, you know, way to go. We, we all need that, I think. But uh, you don't learn anything from that. 
Mm-hmm. You know, we have a consultant that uh, we air check with, and he's always picking out, you know, the things that maybe you as a listener wouldn't hear. But he's, but we're we're constantly trying to get better at what we do. And one of the other things we did too, because of that expanding listener base we have, we had to make a decision through the consultant, and we haven't lost it uh, completely, but we also have stopped pontificating <laughs> over the air. <laughs> We, 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 we moderate or we facilitate music and, and we strive to be relevant and, and to relate as best we can. Uh, we could always do a better job of that. But also what, we, what I mean by that is, as, uh, you know, early on, as a Christian radio station, we would open the Bible and share, you know, verses and things. And, uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. We still do that. But we strive now to do it in a more a thought-out process, how can we uh, relate a spiritual truth by sharing something that happened to us in our homes or mm-hmm. happened to us with our children? And so we're a little bit more uh, uh, open now as hosts in sharing about our families. I talk about Taylor. I talk about my wife. And, uh, and, if, and if it's going to be, if, I, if I'm trying to make a, a cutesy comment, I always want it to come back on me, not, mm-hmm. never on my wife or my right. children. You know, I, I don't do that. I, I have, I have, Pretty much have self-deprecating humor. I, I have no problem with that. But but the thing is, is that I get more comments when people come up. I, at various events, I've had people come up, and they'll ask how Taylor is. I've never met these people in my life. Uh, but yeah. I've talked about her since she's born. She was born. She's eight years old now. Mm-hmm. And so there's a connection. And Carly has that. Mark has that. And we're striving to continue that. But also to share our walk, our failures in our walk as well. To be a little bit, you know, we don't we don't get too grandiose with our situations, but we try to be relevant to let people know we're with you. Sure. You know, we're struggling with our families too, and that's made a big difference. You're real, a real. Bit, well, it made a big difference yeah. because you know part of that part of that uh, listening culture uh, that we have are people who are trying, trying their best to be involved in their church, and 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 maybe they can't because of their their kids' schedules or their they're just wore out on the weekends. Maybe they're commuting a lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is what I hear at these events. And uh, and what happens is is that if we were to continue saying, you know, the Bible says we should be doing this, well, I think most people trying already know to some extent they're falling short. And, when, and, and what we want to be careful, we don't want to remind them they're falling short. I'd rather encourage them. Like Matthew West says in the song, Only Grace, get back up again, mm-hmm. get back mm-hmm. up, keep moving forward. And really, that's if you had to put it down into a uh, into one thing, that's what I, I want us to be able to do is just encourage each other to keep keep going, keep moving. Well, with that, Dave, I, th- I think especially as you look at the postmodern mind, authenticity, yes. uh, reality, uh, truthfulness. Uh, transparency those are those are very high values uh, to a lot of young people coming up today and uh, you know even though we, we may not be as smooth on on some things and we don't look glittery uh, there's an appreciation especially I think amongst the younger generations of of the warts you know and the real stuff mm-hmm. that says and just like you said a minute ago I can relate to this guy or I can relate to this gal you know because they're going through the same kind of stuff that we're going through and we don't need to beat people over the head with the Bible but uh, I think we need to live out you know what we've learned as best we can and, and that uh, that says a lot right there to people doesn't I mean, it? You know, it, it really does and I you know one of the things I like to point out too is is 
like every so often, you know, what, what's great about being a guy? The garage is mine. <laughs> you know, one pair of shoes, a belt, and a wallet, all one color all year round. You know, <laughs> you know, if, and so there's guys relate to that. You know, and 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 so. Like but that, huh? <laughs> but 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 then also related, you know, we have differences. But the, but the thing is, what's really interesting, is to point out in our marriages, in our relationships, is that there's one God. Mm. You know, we can have our differences. We can we can be this and that in, in who we are. Uh, you know, a type A, type B, whatever personality if you want to go down that list. But but many times, if we're not careful, we can avoid. Realizing and, and, and declaring one God overall, Amen. And and that's where we need to focus our attention. Uh, you know, we can we can laugh at some of the differences we have, some of the stumbles in our in our homes, and and uh, those types of things. But uh, the 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 very fact is is that God is the one mm. that holds it together. Amen. And uh, you know, we're told in Colossians about the chaos that would take place. Without Christ holding things together, Amen to that. And uh, it, you know, we think we live in a chaotic world now. What if God were not mm. who He is? Mm. It would be tragic. That's right, tragic. Dave, this hour has gotten away from us far too quickly. Did I talk too much? No, oh. not at all. We okay. wish you would talk more. It's the right format. For Absolutely. The well, can I just keep talking even though we're all- <laughs> you, you, you can, but but Dave. Uh, very quickly, uh, give us some ways that we can pray for you and Teresa and Taylor and, and the station. Well, appreciate that. Uh, KAMB is going to be having our share on uh, November. Can I talk about that? Sure. November 14th and 15th, uh, Wednesday and Thursday, November 14th and 15th. Uh, it's our annual fundraising for our station to take us into 2008. Okay. Uh, we're about to, uh, uh, we're striving to put on a translator in the Sonora area, which we should have prayerfully on in about two weeks, two and a half weeks. Uh, to add another potential 20,000 listeners, possibly, uh, or, or that reach that, that number. And uh, pray for also just the, uh, just, just the staff. Right. Pray for the staff. Thank you, brother, You're so welcome. much for joining us, and we'll have welcome. to do this again. Thank you, dear listeners, for listening wherever you are. Have a great week, and may God continue to bless you.